This episode of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast is sponsored in part by Law Enforcement Labor Services in Minnesota. Law Enforcement Labor Services, also known as LELS, is Minnesota's largest public safety labor union with over 7,000 Minnesota public safety members serving in all areas of public safety. Law enforcement, 911 dispatch centers, corrections, public safety administrative support personnel, and firefighters. Established in 1977, LELS serves over 260 different public safety agencies and over 450 locals across the state of Minnesota. With their administration, general counsel, three staff attorneys, and 14 business agents, LELS provides contract negotiations for better wages and benefits, grievance processing and representation, discipline representation, mediation and arbitration, assistance with representation for post-board hearings, and in-line-of-duty death benefits for survivor families. Find out more about Law Enforcement Labor Services at LELS.org. LELS.org. Episodes of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast may contain strong language and violent content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everyone, and welcome. I'm Scott Rose. I'm currently the sheriff with the Dodge County Sheriff's Office in Southeast Minnesota. And I'm your host for today's new episode of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast. In each episode of the Officer Down Memorial Podcast, we'll share the details and the stories of how these men and women heroically lost their lives in the line of duty. Our mission is to help ensure their service and their sacrifice is never forgotten. Thanks for spending some time with me today to remember and honor these fallen heroes. It was December 2nd, 1874. The beginning of the fourth coldest December Minnesotans had ever experienced. The country was in the last few years of what we call the Reconstruction Era, following the Civil War, and President Grant was fighting for the protection of African Americans in the South through the use of the Enforcement Acts passed by Congress. Christmas was just a few weeks away, The Depression had been going on for about a year, but the railroad business was strong, especially in Winona. Towns established along the tracks of the Winona and St. Peter Railroad, they provided a ready market for goods manufactured in Winona and channeled agricultural products into the city, spurring Winona's growth as an industrial and shipping hub from 1870 to 1900. It made it the third largest city in Minnesota for over three decades. At that time, there were over 7,000 people who called Winona home. It was 12.15 a.m. He was walking his beat, and he walked into the depot waiting room and found a man sleeping in the seats. Officer Hamilton walked up to the man and and he tried to wake him up and ask him to move so other people could sit down. Hamilton then called another Winona officer, Officer Miller, who came to assist to remove the man from the seats, and and they attempted to walk him outside. The man sleeping in the seats was Lorenz Bombach. He had come to Winona from Acadia, Wisconsin, with several friends, and they'd been drinking all night long. 
Friends said he had a reputation of, of really being a quiet man. He wasn't one to cause problems. Officer Miller asked Bombach where he wanted to go. Bombach, intoxicated, said he wanted to go to Trempolo. Officer Miller, who was trying to calm down Bombach, told him that if he would just behave himself, they might let him go back in and sit down. Bombach again became abusive and started swearing again at Officer Hamilton. Officer Hamilton asked Miller, take him away and lock him up. When the two officers went hands-on with Bombach, he resisted and started to fight. Herman Stiver was in the baggage room when the fight started and the officers asked him to help. When they finally got Bombach to the door, he, he grabbed Hamilton by the throat and he started to choke him. When he was in good health, Officer Hamilton was a strong, powerful man who could really handle anyone he came across. Unfortunately, he had been ill the previous two weeks and he was struggling with heart disease. This was his first night back on the job. Stiver, who was behind the three men, pushed them out the door and they all fell onto the platform outside. With Bombach still choking the officer, Hamilton called out to Officer Miller to hit Bombach to get him to let go. Miller hesitated, but as Bombach continued to hold on to Hamilton's neck, Miller hit Bombach and he finally let go. At this point, Hamilton got up from the floor and said, I'm gone, Miller. I can't do any more to help you. And he started to walk away from the doorway. Miller was still dealing with Bombach, and he had full intentions of arresting him and he was going to lock him up. But another Winona man, John Stovell, ran up to him and said, Officer Hamilton was dying and he was asking for Officer Miller. Officer Hamilton had walked away from the fight only to collapse a short distance away on the platform. Miller left Bombach and ran over to Hamilton. The yardmaster, Mr. Pierce, was with Hamilton, who took Miller by the hand and said, Miller, don't leave me. I'm dying. Get me home if you can. Officer Miller asked others for help, and four people came over to assist carrying Hamilton onto the omnibus, which back then was typically a large, enclosed, and sprung horse-drawn vehicle, similar to what we think of today as a stagecoach. It had wooden benches along the sides of the passenger cabin with seating for several people who would face each other. While en route to his home, Hamilton was unable to speak loud, but at one point pulled Officer Miller down to him and told him he was going to die soon and asked Miller to send for his brother and his sister. The men carried Hamilton into his home, laid him on the floor, placed pillows underneath him, and he passed away. An autopsy was conducted by local doctors Staple and McGoffey. They determined that Hamilton had a heart disease that was sufficient enough to cause his death. The doctors also indicated they were unable to find any damage to the larynx or any other indication that the death had been caused by the choking. They ruled the cause of death as heart disease, aggravated by overexertion from the fight with Bombach. Bombach walked away from this incident with only a small fine for disorderly conduct. Officer Hamilton was 51 years old. He was survived by his wife and two sons. Many of the details of this story were gathered from articles in the Winona Daily News and the Winona Daily Republican. Officer Hamilton was the first recorded line of duty death in southeast Minnesota, and as of 2020, is the only officer down in the city of Winona. He is one of over 30 fallen heroes that are remembered and honored every May during Police Week in Minnesota. 
by both the Minnesota Law Enforcement Memorial Association and the Law Enforcement Memorial Foundation of Southeast Minnesota. The foundation is currently raising funds to build a memorial in Soldiers Field Park in Rochester to honor these fallen officers. If you're interested in supporting the foundation and Minnesota law enforcement and would like to donate, please check out the foundation website. It's at www.lawenforcementmemorial.org. Thank you for spending the time to listen, learn about, and honor the memory of this fallen hero. Make sure you take the time to thank your local law enforcement for their service and for their sacrifice. Don't forget to thank their families too. They give up so much for our safety as well. It's up to us to help ensure the sacrifices made by these fallen heroes and by their families are never forgotten. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Let's show these law enforcement officers and families our support. Until next time, this is the Officer Down Memorial Podcast. I'm Scott Rose. Thanks for listening.